Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. We are on conversation for Mike. We are rolling in our group. We are, again, as usual, we are doing awesome here. Yep, getting ready to wrap it up. That's right. I think people are really annoyed by our arrogance. Let's be honest. Uh, we probably, if, if, if you're at conversation four, you've probably already realized that it has not gone as smoothly as it looks in this book. Yeah. You know, like, and, and let's, let's talk about that because let's be honest, the booklet, it makes it look, oh, that makes total logical sense. It makes, as we always say, Mike, it makes sense on a whiteboard. Like whenever we get to think in strategy, we put it on a whiteboard. Well, it makes sense on a whiteboard, but what the joke about it is when it gets to people, it gets messy, right? Plan works great until you add people into the mix. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And unfortunately, and fortunately, that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people here. So what would be some of your words of encouragement of of leaders who are moving towards conversation for and it's undoubtedly had a few bumps in the road, what would be your encouragement for leaders? Uh, I would say just stick with it. So again, so undoubtedly there has been some issues through this process. You know, some people, you know, maybe there's somebody in your group that's just not really doing it. Or, you know, a guy had all of his uh, people that he was inviting and, you know, half of them drop out at the last minute. You know, all these types of things come up because we're dealing with people and not just the people in your group, but the people that your people are inviting. So, um, I would say to just stick with it. So the plan works. It's not going to work as perfectly as it does on paper or on a whiteboard in the office. Uh, but it does work. So sticking with the process, don't deviate, don't, uh, improvise if you will. Uh, stick with the plan. Uh, and it may not mean that every single member in your group ends up leading a group. But yeah. like we said in some of the previous episodes, multiplication is multiplication. Whether you're multiplying three or four groups out of this group or you're multiplying yeah. one out of this yeah. group, it's still multiplication. The goal is to multiply the group and then have the guys in your group, whether they're leading or not, still be engaged in discipleship whether they're helping somebody else do it or they're doing it themselves we want them to stay engaged with discipleship yeah and i would and i and i just want to encourage you as the leader that like and this is hard it's hard to lead a group to stay steadfast in it and multiplying a group and getting people to get over that hurdle from disciple to disciple maker is significant and so i just want to encourage you great job on it and and man uh, thank the Lord for it because it's it, to move it, for any person to jump over from disciple to disciple maker is significant. And he's used you to play a part of it. And so if it isn't as pretty as you thought it would be at conversation one, that, welcome to the club. That's what it is for everybody. You know, you're not alone. Uh, we are, that's right. You're not alone. <laughs> and we're celebrating with you that you've helped people make that jump from disciple to disciple maker. So let's jump into conversation four now. This is, again, in our scenario, Mike, we're at Black Press. We're together. Um, Our group has been killing it now. We've actually been slacking off, and they've been having to carry our dead weight. (laughs) They've been dragging us along. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) 
so we're in this group together. We're in our last week. So again, we started this in October and let's say it is the last, it's, it's probably mid December. We're not meeting on Christmas uh, week. Let's be honest. We're not crazy. Yeah. And so we are, it's, it's mid December. It's our last one. It's bittersweet. What we want to accomplish in this is we're bringing this booklet. Hey, everybody, make sure you bring your booklet for our final meeting. This is not our normal D group rhythm. We're, I'm not worried about sharing here journals, scripture memory. We are going to just walk through page 16. And this should be one of the most relational meetings that you have. It should be fun. It should be laughter. Um, and it should have, and it should be encouraging. You, the goal with this is to celebrate and to commission to celebrate the last year, to cut up, have fun, remember important moments, and then commission is to, to push them towards their next group, to encourage them, to pray, to give them a charge um, going towards their new group. And so if you look in page 16, you're going to see some questions that are going to help you in that. The celebrate piece is uh, just some intentional questions. How has the group helped you through peaks and valleys? I think it's always helpful when you can say, man, let's think back because this is crazy. You often have to think, okay, remember January is when we started this in the last 12 years. What are the peaks and valleys that you've been through? Oh yeah. It's so it, easy to forget. Uh, and that's why this question is so important because we have to have these intentional times of reflection because you know, when life gets busy or circumstances change or any of those things, it's real easy to think, man, I've been in this D group for a year. I hadn't done nothing. Like I'm still the same person I was before, but when you take this intentional time uh, to, yeah. you know, ask each other, Hey, how are you different now than you were six months ago, 12 months ago, whatever that time frame is, uh, it forces us to remember, Oh, wow. You know, we really have come a long way. You know, I used to never read my Bible. Now it's just, it's, uh, it's old hat. You know, I just, it's a reflex that I do in the morning or in the evening or whenever you do it, you know, memorizing scripture is vastly easier than it was. Like it was a nightmare when we first started, but now we've been doing it for a year. Uh, scripture memory is a piece of cake. Now, you know, I can memorize more and more and more and more and more. So it's these yeah. times that uh, force us to remember just what God has done through the process of the D group. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, and, and you can share how you've grown personally in your with the Lord, and then also just the milestones that you've hit. I've had groups where people have gone through a divorce, all, another person got married, another person had their first kid, another person had a job change, all in the same group. Yeah. And we just kind of, when we talked about it, we're like, holy cow, I'm so glad this group was here. There's no way I get through those moments. Like you guys were a part of those moments. And it's, it's a really special moment. And, uh, and, and it can be kind of counterintuitive to lean so heavily into that reflection and celebrating how good it is. It can be counterintuitive when you realize, hey, we're trying to end something today and start something new. But, it, <laughs> but it's so important. Don't yeah. miss that. And, you know, I would, another question I would add is, how have you seen someone else in our group grow in this? Instead of just reflecting on how you use that as opportunity to say, hey, how take this moment and share an encouraging word with one another. How have you seen somebody in this group grow? And that's a great question. It's oh, so good man. because you, you think about it. Even if I'm being forced to think about the last year, I could still be struggling to find some area to be to celebrate. Right. Because we are our own worst critic. Right. So we're always. Yeah 
you know, beating ourselves up or whatever that thing is. But when some buddies that I've been walking with for the last year start saying, hey, man, I've noticed this in you. I've noticed this. You know, this has been a huge change in your life. You know, I've seen how God's been working in your life. That in and of itself is it can be the most encouraging time mm. of the entire experience because you're like, man, I didn't, I didn't realize anybody noticed anything different about me. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. No, I love that. And, and again, you like, it can really speak into somebody as they're stepping out to be a D group leader and they're really intimidated. That can be huge, yep. man. And so I really, and getting that back and forth, getting your group share with one another, and then here's the question that's going to kind of pivot you from celebrating and looking back to commissioning and looking forward. And so after you've kind of spent that time encouraging everything, the question that's going to help you pivot into the second part, which is the commissioning. You're going to move from looking back and reflecting on the past to, to moving forward, giving your people a charge as they go lead their group is actually that question in the middle of the page. Um, as sad as it may be to no longer meet weekly, uh, how much of a blessing will it be as we expand what we've experienced to future groups? It's this idea of, man, if this is how much life change is happening in one group, what's it going to look like when that's happening in two or three groups? Yeah. Who in your life right now doesn't have something like this and how can you bring it to them? That yeah. begins, and that's why you've got to dig deep and actually reflect and, and it, because what you're doing at the front end is saying, personally, look at how much life change has, you've experienced. Now, that feeling, that emotion, how can we give it to someone else? Yeah. So it's you, some of the language I've used in the past is, you know, this needs to be a celebration, not a funeral. Yes. The group is not dying. It is birthing new groups. And we don't mourn the birth of a new baby, right? It's something to celebrate. It's something to be excited about. So yeah. here, the, the purpose here and the point here is to focus on what the group is gaining not what you oh, think it's losing. Yeah, that's so gold. I mean, so with multiplication, whether it's your life group or your D group, something to think through you as a leader, it's so important for you to cast vision here. And it's going to be you that does it. It's not going to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, you got to realize that vision is going to be the difference between it being the birth or the death of a good thing. If you don't have that vision, it's like you said, it's like a funeral. If we don't show how we're going, what we're going to, all we think about is how we're not going to get to meet. But if we can put vision in there and this question helps set that up for you to do it, you then are saying, man, it is, it's like you were just saying a birth of a baby. And so you really don't miss that moment. It is on you as the leader to make sure that the group doesn't lose the vision on your last week. And so with that, the commission piece at the bottom, two questions is, okay, so who is currently committed to your group for the upcoming year? Hopefully by now, and this is why we give the long runway. That's why we give three months is so that they will have three months to, uh, to, to not just invite people, but get commitments from them. And hopefully, ideally, is you can stop meeting this week and start meeting the next week. And that's something you want to communicate to the group. If you just leave that open and they wait two months to start their next one, that's when groups die out and leaders' commitments wane and they never get it started. You want to start the next one as soon as uh, the other one ends, as, as, as soon as possible. And then how can this group pray for you specifically as you step into leading this group? And that's what page 17 is for 
it's kind of what you just said of encouraging one another and how that can really speak to moments or insecurities or fears we have. This is a great way to really speak, to put that out there and us pray for one another. On page 17, there's up to five D group spots and you want to just put the leader's name of the D group. If you're doing two D group leaders per group, just put both there and then put the prayer request. What does that leader personally need as they step out and lead? Many of the members are going to be really intimidated as they move into a disciple making role for the first time in their life. What's their fear or their concern and write that down and then write the group members that are going to be in it. And this is going to allow for you to continue to pray for your D group members as they start their groups, pray for their leadership personally and pray for the people that they're impacting. And so that's just a simple way to really pray for and leak arms. And you want to finish that meeting with that prayer. And it should be a prayer that is a charge. Yeah. You know, I pray for Mike as he steps out, Lord, I pray that you silence whatever the Satan is saying about his leadership and what he's believing. And I pray for, Joe, Todd, and Bob, Lord, I pray that you will help them, um, that the impact that Mike has felt in this group, that they will continue to feel just in that way, that they will grow in their faith, and that they'll go on to make disciples that make disciples. It's a charge. It casts vision, and it's starting saying, hey, I'm going to continue to pray for you in the days ahead. Is there anything you would add to that kind of commission piece? Well, I think that uh, one thing I'd like to reiterate, we talked about it in conversation one where you know, part of that process was setting a date. Yeah. Another very vital piece, because if you get to this point, you're commissioning, but I haven't set a date for when this group is going to start. That's a problem. So that date um, creates a finality in our brains that says this is when something is happening. But when, when I leave that meeting, I was like, well, we're going to start a group. We might do it next month, but we haven't really landed on when that's something that needs to get solved sooner than later, because without that date, we're increasing the odds of them not doing it because it's always, if we're just kind of waiting for life to be working out just right. uh, And we'll start this group as soon as I'm through this or some like things like that. Um, that's where we start to get into a danger area and it gets real easy for that person to just eventually never do it. Um, so setting that date, um, it, by this commissioning point, everybody in the group should have that specific date. And then it also allows you as the leader to check in after their group was supposed to start and say, Hey, how did it go? Because again, we birth a baby. We don't, we don't birth that baby. And then ignore it. <laughs> yeah. We've got to take care of it. We've got to nurture it. We've got to nurse it. We've got to help that baby mature. So checking in with those leaders that you've launched is part of the process. Absolutely. That's so good. Yeah. It's, and I think that's important. You're Just because it's your last meeting doesn't mean it's going to be our last touch point with your people. You want to continue to, to pray for them, encourage them, text them, uh, even gather. We've, we've gotten together. What's, been, what's fun is we've done a month or two later, we've actually gotten not just the original group, but all their group members in. And we did like a, a grill out and hung yeah, out. That's and, cool. you know, what's cool about that is you can take a moment and just say, hey, this group started two years ago in my house with these five men. And we're so glad that you're now part of that. And we look forward to, you know, next year doing this again with, with even more people, you know, something like that, man, that that says a lot that speaks volumes. So the last thing 
two that I would, I would encourage you with your group is to point them to pages 19 through 21. This is going to page 19 is how do I start my new group? So they, they are now finishing this group. They're starting the next one and they may have already seen this, or you may have referenced it a couple of weeks out, but this is step-by-step step how to go and get the group started. We want our groups to register their group. This is not so that we can monitor to them and check on them like in a, in a way that we don't trust them. It's actually a way for us to know how we can continue to give them resources and help. This podcast is one of them, but much more. It's a way for us to check in and care for them well. It doesn't matter if their group is it has Long Hollow people or not. Like we want to know, and, and that leader may not be from Long Hollow. We want to know how we can care for them. And then the launch kit, that is going to be awesome. That's a box they can get with resources, including the D group starter guide. They really are going to want that starter guide to get going. Um, and so make sure that, that they pick that up uh, when they register, we get it to them. Um, and then they start their group. And then page 20 and 21 shows when you register your group, this is how we help. These are the resources, weekly updates, uh, Facebook group, our group leader podcast, our resource page. We're doing a lot to give you value as a leader and support your ministry as you make disciples. We want to make sure that every leader as they start feels that support and has the resources to start strong. Any final thing uh, that you would say encouragement as our leaders uh, launch their group to go and make disciples? Mike? I would just, you know, some gratitude. You know, thank, I'm thankful for what these leaders are doing. You know, we are under no delusion that um, it's going to be a church staff member or a pastor or anything like that that's going to accomplish the Great Commission. It's going to be the church as a whole yeah. that is going to do this. So every time we have uh, a leader that walks people through this process and then multiplies them out, it's just compounding uh, the interest that we're building up. So it is a greater impact for the kingdom. It is the right. kingdom growing. It's lives being changed, marriages being saved. You know, all of these things that we've seen through these discipling relationships can't be done just by us. Uh, we're going to make very little impact if it's just us. It is right. you, the leader, that is doing this uh, on a weekly basis, investing in your people. Right. Uh, growing them and then launching them. It's just, um, it is not a small thing. It's not an easy thing. Uh, and thank you for doing it. Yeah, I love that. And I want to do something that we actually haven't done yet, Mike, but I just want to pray now for the, for, uh, for the leaders as you're launching this group and for them as they step out. This is a huge deal. And, uh, and we are really, really proud of you guys. So I'm going to pray for us. And then, uh, and then we will finish for the uh, for this series. And let us know always as we can help. Uh, you can email us at groups at longhollow.com. So let me pray for you as the leader in your group. God, I just thank you so much for the, uh, this group. I thank you for this leader, Lord. And I've, um, I thank you for just their uh, discipline, their commitment, their uh, conviction, their priority of making disciples. And so, Lord, I pray for this group as it, as it launches out. Will you let it be? It is bittersweet at times, and, uh, but let it be one that everybody leaves encouraged. And I pray for all the future group leaders as they take that step from disciple to disciple maker, will you give them the boldness and the courage um, to, to, to lead well? And will you uh, multiply the efforts of this leader today as they multiply their group? Um, we pray that, that, that D groups um, after D groups are started um, and it can trace back to this group right here in this moment, in this meeting as a pivotal moment where they multiplied from meeting just a few men 
or a few women. So man, having a lineage of disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And so I pray for this leader and the groups and as they go forward in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 